0: to of the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics podcast, I'm going to be discussing the 1999-era vault track titled, Yeah, You Know. Trigger warning, if you are an upper Midwesterner that speaks with a heavy Scandinavian-German accent, or you happen to spit when you talk, the content of this episode may be upsetting to you. Ya yeah, You Know was recorded in June of 1982, the same day that Prince recorded Horny Toad, and this was recorded at prince's kiowa trail home in chanhassen minnesota where a lot of these vault tracks from the 1999 era were recorded prince would revisit this song in the mid 80s uh, i think at like around 85 wendy and lisa would add some overdubs on a version then he had eric Leeds and potentially even atlanta bliss add some horns and i think the where that would occur during the synth line in the 82 version just replace that with live horns instead of a kind of a horn sounding synth that was also another uh, opportunity to revisit this song potentially for any of the projects that he was working on at the time crystal ball the quote-unquote dream factory project ultimately sign of the times so um but it never it never manifested in a, in a an official finalized version that end up getting released so what we've got is this 1982 real basic solo prince recording and the song itself has a feel to it that has got a little bit of a rockabilly vibe to it it also sounds very similar to my ears as some of the other kind of big hits of the early 80s that of the style like uh, jay giles bands freeze frame another song that i saw this being compared to and the Prince Org was Boy From New York City by the Manhattan Transfer and now I listen to that song in my head I totally get it it's kind of got the same progression same beat same tempo but uh, in essence this is seemingly a song that's about a specific kind of person I, I maybe even mean by calling them a loser but I kind of get the impression that's what Prince is saying in the song is that this person that he's singing about or these types of people that he's singing about are losers. They're they're the kind of people that have very little ambition, very few prospects. They could tend to live life in a manner that seems unfulfilling, or even cliche for for you know that type of uh, lifestyle. Maybe even just plainly stated white trash. I I don't know if that was what he was aiming for with these lyrics in this song but you know prince was a midwestern guy and this accent that he's using for the title "Ya, yeah, you know it's not yes you know or yeah you know it's "Ya," yeah. and that is uh, <laughs> anybody who's ever watched the movie fargo from the coen brothers in the 90s uh kind of gets it you know gets that that accent and there's been other examples of that accent being portrayed in in movies and and tv shows but it's it's a real accent it's more of a a rural accent than an urban accent but it certainly finds its way into uh, you know the affectations uh vocal affectations of of certain people living in the upper midwest based off of their ancestry as being someone who is originally from wisconsin i was born and raised in the state of wisconsin i lived many many years in wisconsin i got married in wisconsin had my kids in wisconsin (laughs) i'm very familiar with this accent that prince is playing with in the song and yes i understand like movies like fargo for example are really emphasizing and and playing up that accent for comedic effect uh exaggerating that accent quite a bit although there are certain people I've I've met people in real life that talk very similar to that maybe not with every word but whenever certain words are spoken it definitely comes out and i've been told like by some people that i don't really have that midwestern accent that upper midwestern accent more specifically but i've sometimes hear it in words that i say again it comes out with certain words more than others i don't say yeah (laughs) when i'm speaking when i want to say yeah or yes i I say yeah i don't say yeah so that is definitely not one of the words where that accent comes out in my own my own speech but uh, i would be interested any of you who have listened to the show as long as maybe you have if you ever hear (laughs) certain words that i say that sound a little different to you or sound a bit more of this similar style this this kind of scandinavian german upper midwestern accent i'd be interested to hear it because of course i don't necessarily hear it in my own speech but those of you who aren't from around that part of the country or don't speak like that but are familiar with those tones can call me out on it i'm interested to, to hear if if i do because i don't think i really do but at the same time i wouldn't be surprised if i was notified that yeah jason you do have some words that <laughs> really really kind of uh you know give away where you're from and 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 show your show your hand as far as what part of the country you spent most of your life in what's the
1: matter with you?
0: Yeah, you know, is is a simple kind of song from a lyrical standpoint. There's not a lot of great meaning behind these lyrics. Uh, you know, He sa- starts out with, what's the matter with you? Ain't you got nothing better to do than to dance your life away at the local disco? Polyester punk to the bone. No wonder you came alone. We're all grossed out because you spit when you talk saying, yeah, you know. So again, he's he's basically dissing a certain kind of Midwesterner, her joys going to the disco and wearing outdated clothes. <clears throat> and by 1982, you know, going to a disco and wearing polyester is is definitely indicative of the disco era. You know, the the quintessential uh, clothing that you became that became synonymous with disco, thanks to movies like saturday night fever and john travolta's iconic outfits and that i think that's kind of what he's pointing at like people who are still living a little bit in the past haven't quite caught up to the latest trends didn't they know disco's dead (laughs) that's basically what prince is i think trying to say here the whole spitting when they talk I, i i don't know where that comes from maybe prince encountered people of this ilk that that spat when they talked and he's grossed out by it and just felt like it was more pointed to these potentially uneducated uncouth uh rubes that he's railing against in this song and so it's just kind of another another way for him to point out their flaws i suppose and the chorus keeps singing yeah you know there's more to life than spitting when he talks saying yeah you know well god i hope to <laughs> i hope that there's more to life than spitting when you talk I don't know, again, people who accidentally spit when they talk, I mean, we may all do it at some time, whether or not it's something that we do more frequently than not may have to do with, uh, maybe how our, our teeth are formed or how, how we pronounce certain words. I don't know if that's what he's saying. Like the way these people talk that he's referring to in the song have a higher probability of spitting when they talk based off of the language that they use and in the inflections that they have in their in their voice and in, in, in their tone I'm not exactly sure why these people spit when they talk versus other people I don't think it's something that um, you know we're not taught to spit when we talk so if we do I don't think it's intentional I don't think it's something that you make a conscious decision to do like i'm going to start spitting as i talk i'm going to just talk with more saliva in my mouth and i'm going to be more going to be more animated i guess and maybe the more animated style of talking is where the spit comes out i'm not exactly sure but that's that's the first verse in the chorus
1: what's the matter with you
0: Pete's what's the matter with you, you smell like diesel fuel, whoever told you it was cool to drink Perrier, even a blind man knows, plaid looks better in snow, we're all grossed out cause you spit when you talk, saying yeah you know. So this is like examin- examining more square behavior, I get the smells like diesel fuel, maybe the, they're a truck driver, spend a lot of time in their car, or truck. Or Van. I'm not sure why they would smell like diesel. The line about Perrier, which is you know a brand of mineral mineral water. I don't know if that was considered a status symbol in the 80s. Or maybe one of those fake status symbols. Like, oh, well, I'm going to drink mineral water because regular tap water is beneath me. When in reality, it's just kind of a, a fake way of, of flossing or showing off when there's probably better and more logical ways to maybe show off some sort of status than drinking mineral water. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, But yeah, the person who's drinking it thinks they're doing it because it's cool. Because Prince is like, whoever told you it was cool to drink Perrier. So maybe the person said or thought to themselves or, or even verbalized that why do you drink Perry? Oh, well, you know, cool people do. Or it's it's the thing to do according to the commercials that I see and all the famous people that are drinking it. <laughs> Who knows? Plaid looks better in snow. Uh, you know, with this one, I just get... When I think of plaid, I think of flannel. Flannel shirts. I think of, of course, then if you think of uh, Minnesota, you're thinking a little bit of Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan had... was um, at least... in in any kind of um, form that we saw him as he was drawn or sculpted or painted he was usually wearing a flannel shirt it's kind of like the lumberjack look so maybe that's what he means there plaid looks better in snow meaning if you're going to wear flannel wear it outside wear it doing manual labor outside maybe (laughs) cutting down trees uh, you know, chopping logs creating firewood Whatever it is that you're doing outside snowmobiling in the winter where there's snow versus bringing that indoors, taking it to the disco, taking it to the club and trying to take these these types of people out of what Princess may be thinking is their proper environment and putting them in this other environment that is less likely to be welcoming to them. Where they would stick out less if they just kept it in the snow, kept it outside. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you, ain't you got nothing better to do, than sit unemployed watching television like a fool, living in a bag of fast food? I guess it wouldn't seem so crude, but everybody's grossed because you spit when you talk, saying yeah, you know. Uh, Again more just lines that are painting a picture of this person's life. You know, now we get the impression that they're unemployed, got nothing better to do than sit unemployed watching television. So this is where I go back to like when I said potentially these are quote unquote losers because they don't have any ambition and or prospects, as I mentioned, bouquet okay, being unemployed, watching television, buying fast food because it's the cheapest type of food you can afford. And again, just the whole spitting when you talk just adds more of a a visual. Gives us more detail on this person, these types of people that Prince is singing about. And they're just becoming less and less, you know, the, the, again, the picture that he's painting of these people becomes less and less desirable. Maybe he had an encounter with this type of person or has had several encounters with this type of person. Maybe they acted in a way that he considered to be very, like I said, uncouth or just. You know, maybe they were even, you know, racist towards them if these are indeed white trash. And, you know, honestly, I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting a little bit because I grew up there and I know these types of people as well and they were always white. So maybe I'm thinking white trash is coming from, from my brain out of my mouth because that, again, has been my experience. Having grown up in northern Wisconsin, I'm an hour and a half away from the Twin Cities, Minnesota so I I know these people I, I, I grew up with these people I've met these people when I go back I see these people so and like I said they're always white so it certainly wouldn't surprise me if that's what Prince was talking about but again I'm I have no idea so Prince could have met people that he's referring to in the song I suppose from any race and it's really not about that But that's the visual that I get, and that's what I have in my mind when I listen to this song. And I like in this third verse when Prince adds the little whistle from the Andy Griffith show after singing the line about watching television like a fool. That's kind of a cute little addition, interesting little addition that he did there to give us an indication that they're not even watching like first-run television. It's just reruns. Uh, obviously, the Andy Griffith show was no longer on the air by the early 80s. It was a, a 60s television show. So these people are just watching whatever's on. It's the middle of the day. They're unemployed, eating out of their fast food bag, watching just reruns on television, whether it's Andy Griffith or whether it's you know Gilligan's Island or The Brady Bunch or <laughs> any number of um, old shows from the 60s and 70s. Yeah, you know. Like, uh, I would get a job, but the world's gonna end soon. You got any Towards the end of the song, he's got kind of that um, little spoken word section. Yeah, you know, like, I would get a job, but the world's gonna end soon. Got any lewds? That one is... It's a funny moment in the song. You know, it adds levity to it. I mean, the song is already very lighthearted. But it just goes out on a very light moment and, and comedic moment when Prince speaks in this accent himself and you know the world's going to end soon line I think is is certainly indicative of a lot of themes Prince was singing about here so in his mind this isn't just something that he's thinking about this is something that maybe the entire world is thinking about uh, people besides himself and what he's referring to, of course, when he says got any ludes" is quaaludes. Quaaludes or ludes was a common party drug in the 60s and 70s. You know, like a club drug or disco drug. But it was um, taken off the market in the United States, according to Wikipedia, in 1983. So just very shortly after the song was recorded, this drug was no longer available for purchase. So it became an illicit, illegal drug at that point. So very shortly after this. But um, in essence, that's, yeah, you know, there's really, again, not a lot to talk about with this song, besides its kind of quirky nature, and it's the funny voice Prince uses in the song. It it stands out quite a bit from the rest of the, the vault tracks from this era. It doesn't fit, in my opinion, on 1999 whatsoever, so I really don't know what Prince was planning to do with this song. I don't know if he was... he just wrote it and recorded it because he had this idea, or he had an encounter with somebody that kind of led him to write this song as a quote-unquote diss track, even though it's not specifically calling out any one person... It's calling out more of a a societal problem, uh, a cultural problem, even a geographical problem. And where he planned on going with it, I don't really see the time singing the song. I don't even know if I hear Vanity Six singing the song. There's, There's definitely elements of, of other songs that were common or popular around this time that you can kind of hear in the beat, in the tempo, in the structure, and, and maybe that com- combined with the subject matter is why Prince was never really keen on releasing at least this version. Now the 85 or 86 version, depending on, you know, uh, what we might ultimately find out, it's been unreleased, but it's leaked. So, there's a way to hear one of those versions. I, I I don't know the details enough about which versions have leaked. Or if there's even any definitive answer as to which version has leaked. There's sometimes debate over that. If, it's, if there's been no official release to say this is 85, this is 86. So I guess it's all about speculation. But again, he thought of it <laughs> several years later as a potential track that was worthy of of revisiting and re re-re- and re recording for whatever reason again i it's just a it's just a interesting and kind of a, a side note to his his career it's it's not a super memorable song outside of just how kind of quirky and funny it is but i don't know what do you guys think about yeah you know is it um is it worthy of an album, like a Prince album? Do you think it could have fit anywhere on any of his albums? Maybe, you know, a song like Movie Star, which also never really got released until Prince slapped it on the Crystal Ball compilation in the late 90s. Kind of along those lines where it's like a half-joke song and I don't know, I don't know. It's it's interesting either way. So I'd like to hear what other people think about it. But I, I will close this episode at this time. This has been the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast. I've been your host, Jason Brenninger. Find the show at pressrewind.net, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And until next time, thank you very much. Goodbye.